Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and happy that you're joining us again. We tend to deal in somewhat deeper, more hidden corners of the jazz recorded legacy, and today we're going to be listening to the output of a certain band from 1956. But before I tell you that, I always make a pitch that uh, if any of you are inclined to uh, help support us in our cause of bringing great jazz to these podcasts, please uh, feel free to sponsor us or consider us for a one-time sponsorship or for a monthly continuing sponsorship, which would be lovely as well. And we are on Anchor.fm, but carried on a number of different other podcast stations, Spotify, Apple, all sorts of ones. So do take a look and uh, take a listen to my uh, radio show on WETF, uh, South Bend, Indiana, the jazz station. Those shows show up here in the podcast as well. So the band we're going to talk about today was led by the great trumpet player Harry James, who was born in Georgia in 1916. Uh, He lived until 1983. How he lived that long, given how he led his life, is kind of remarkable, but he was a a freak of nature in terms of brass playing. He was one of the strongest trumpet players uh, and most faultless trumpet players uh, in in jazz history. He had uh, learned very early how to play brass instruments from his father, who was a trumpet player in a circus band, and uh, he had developed his stamina and technique from playing all kinds of gigs when he was just a very young boy. By the 1930s, he was in New York. He was playing with uh, Ben Pollock's band in the middle 1930s, recorded with them, did some of his first uh, recording dates and solo sessions, and then he joined the Benny Goodman band about 1936, and uh, he was with Goodman for two or three years before he struck out on his own and uh, founded his own big band, which had tremendous success uh, from that point on. He uh, sort of had one foot in each camp of jazz and pop music. He had some wonderful pop songs like uh, You Made Me Love You and uh, novelty arrangements of the Carnival of Venice and things like that were very popular, but he also played some very good jazz. He was enamored for some inexplicable reason, I guess, of the playing of some of the Dixieland players, like Muggsy Spanier, who uh, was tremendous in what he did, but certainly wasn't technically up to the level of James. And James always said that Muggsy Spanier was one of his favorite trumpet players, and in fact featured him on a recording in the 1950s that went back and forth between big band and Dixieland jazz. So, James' band uh, continued to be one of the most popular bands through the World War II years. He actually replaced the Glenn Miller uh, band on the Chesterfield show when Miller was uh, uh, inducted into the Air Force, and uh, he continued uh, great success through the 1940s and into the late 40s. He broke up his band in 1947 very briefly. Most big band leaders did, but before too long he was back uh, at it again. 1947 was also the year of what was called the Great James Robbery, when uh, Harry James was no longer keeping his band occupied full-time. Duke Ellington took three of his star sidemen, including one who had uh, already worked for him before, Juan Tizal on valve trombone, also uh, Willie Smith on alto sax, and Louis Belson on drums. All three of them went to the Duke Ellington Band. Uh, under contract for a year around 1947, and uh, Smith and uh, Belson both returned to the Harry James band after their year was up. One tees all stayed on for about three years, but then he returned to James as well. And uh, two of them anyway, Willie Smith and uh, one tees all, are going to be featured on these recordings that we're going to hear that come from January and June of 1956. 
This was a period when uh, the James Band was also finding it difficult to maintain their booking schedule for the big band, which was about 18 or 19 pieces at that point. So uh, James cut down the personnel to about 10. Uh, two trumpets, a trombone, three saxes, and three rhythm, along with a, a, a woman singer. And he, uh, for about six or eight months, starting in uh, December of January 55, December of uh, 1955, rather, uh, booked this 10-piece band on a number of gigs. He was under contract to Capitol at the time, but they didn't record him. The recordings we're going to be listening to, with two exceptions, are from uh, the U.S. Marine Corps transcriptions. These were done for the Marine Corps, I presume for uh, broadcast on their radio shows and also for promotional purposes. A number of these recordings, and there are 40 of them, are only uh, one or two choruses of popular tunes, so they only go a minute and a half or so. Uh, we're going to be listening to the more jazz-oriented of them. So in this band at the time were a couple of, hen of uh, James Key sidemen. First of all, in addition to Harry James doing most of the trumpet solos, we have Nick Bono on trumpet. Herbie Stewart plays tenor sax. He had been in and out of the James Band. He was temporarily replacing James's uh, standby, Corky Corcoran, and, but he, Herbie Stewart, appears on these recordings. Willie Smith is on alto sax. He also sang a few. I don't think we're going to hear any of those today, but we will uh, get to those at some point. Herb Lorden played clarinet and alto and, I believe, baritone sax in this band. Uh, some very fine clarinet solos we're going to hear. Juan Tizal is on valve trombone. Larry Kinneman is on piano. Floyd Blanton on bass. And Buddy Rich was brought into the band for these recording dates to play drums and sing. He uh, was trying to get his career as a singer jump-started. He was a very good kind of ballad, boy ballad singer in the Mel Torme or early Frank Sinatra uh, style, and uh, we're going to hear at least one, if not two, of those vocals now. His uh, special guest vocalist, so-called, was Peggy King, who was a very good woman singer, and we're going to hear one of the uh, tunes that she contributed to this repertoire as well. So, as I said, these recordings were made in January and June of 1956. No need to separate them because they were of the same personnel. We're going to start out with a uh, Harry James uh, hit from the early 1940s called The Backbeat Boogie. It was a blues tune, and we get a sense of how uh, the arrangements for the larger band were cut down for these smaller band numbers, and some of them were done by Neil Hefty, we're told. Following that, we're going to go to a Juan Teasall tune that he had played with the James Band, but he had originally recorded with Duke Ellington many years before. It's called Moonlight Fiesta. Then the Gershwin tune, Somebody Loves Me. And then the classic arrangement by Edgar Sampson of Don't Be That Way that uh, you can hear on the Benny Goodman Carnegie Hall concert of 1938. Just about the same arrangement for fewer pieces. And all, all of these, you're going to hear Harry James on trumpet. Willie Smith featured quite extensively on alto. Um... Uh, Herbie Stewart on tenor and Larry Kinneman on piano. Some Juan Tizal on valve trombone and Herb Lorden occasionally on clarinet as well. So those are our four tunes for this set. Backbeat Boogie, Moonlight Fiesta, Somebody Loves Me, and Don't Be That Way.
So there we have what was called Harry James and his new jazz band from the first half of 1956, featuring all those players I mentioned earlier. And we heard Backbeat Boogie, which was a big feature for Harry James, and uh, Larry Kinneman on piano. We also heard some Willie Smith on alto sax there. Moonlight Fiesta uh, was, a, as I said, a feature for Juan Tizal, its composer on valve trombone. He didn't really improvise greatly. Uh, Tizal was a, a very fine almost a classical musician. Uh, he was trained that way in Puerto Rico and came to the United States and started playing in Ellington's dance band and arranging and copying and doing uh, many other things for Ellington. Then we heard Somebody Loves Me, which featured uh, James again, also Herbie Stewart on tenor sax, and then Don't Be That Way, mostly a Harry James solo. You're going to notice on some of these recordings, they seem to be edited in sometimes rather clumsy ways. For example, Backbeat Boogie, um, they had, uh, it was apparently two takes. We had two different trumpet and two different piano solos. It just sort of added them in there for some reason. I'm not sure why. I guess just to extend uh, the length because it needed to be longer. I have no idea, but uh, some curious things in there. At least that one was smoothly done. There are a few others uh, that we may or may not hear that were not smoothly done at all, and you can tell very definitely there was an edit. So we're going to go on now to uh, a few more uh, blues tunes as well. We're going to hear a, a tune called Blues for Lovers Only, which was by Ernie Wilkins, who, of course, wrote for Count Basie's band. This was a, a during, done during uh, Harry James' flirtation with the Basie band sound in the 1950s. And he had Ernie Wilkins and Neil Hefty and uh, a few other arrangers in common with Basie. This will feature, in addition to James, uh, Willie Smith on alto sax. And I've done a program on Willie Smith before, and he's featured prominently into a couple of other podcasts and programs, the uh, recordings that we listen to from the Sunset label and uh, some other ones besides. He, of course, spent most of the 1930s with Jimmy Lunsford's band, playing lead alto and singing and clarinet and some baritone sax and arranging. He was a... a, a a multi-threat performer and entertainer, and that's why James uh, valued his contributions so much. He stayed with James for uh, the better part of 20 years, uh, with a little time off for his Duke Ellington adventure, uh, but uh, really was a key member of the James band. In between those two bands, he played with Charlie Spivak's orchestra for a while. Unfortunately, he, uh, Willie Smith, did a number of one-off recording sessions for different jazz labels and uh, uh, under his own name as well. So there are quite a lot of uh, Willie Smith's very accomplished alto sax playing. Then after that, we're going to hear our one vocal by Peggy King. This is the Cole Porter tune called It's All Right With Me, and this kind of shows how uh, this uh, recording project for the Marine Corps uh, transcription service was meant to highlight different members of the band and singers and just give little snippets of what the band was going to do. This is only a couple of choruses, or a chorus and a half, uh, that features the vocal all the way with some band backgrounds. Then after that, we have uh, her opposite number, Buddy Rich, who gets up from the drums and plays or rather sings Blues in the Night, the Harold Arlen tune. And uh, I would assume that maybe Harry James played drums on this one. He was a pretty good drummer himself, and he would occasionally sit in with the Goodman Band when uh, Krupa or, or whoever the drummer was at the time needed a rest. And so that could be him playing Brushes Behind Buddy Rich's singing. Then we're going to go to uh, the 
Kurt Weill tune, Mac the Knife, Moritat, that was a big hit in this uh, time period, 1956, due largely to the Bobby Darren recording, but also the Louis Armstrong version as well. Here we have a straight dance band version with some very good solos and a nice duet between uh, Juan Tizal and uh, Herbie Stewart on tenor sax. Herbie Stewart uh, had was better known, or best known, I suppose, for playing in the original Four Brothers band with Woody Herman and with uh, Stan Getz and Zoot Sims and Serge Chaloff, and uh, he was a a fine jazz player on tenor and alto. Then after Mac the Knife, we're going to end up with an Edgar Battle tune called Strictly Instrumental. It was a hit for the earlier version of the Harry James Band, and we'll feature some solos all around. So those are our tunes. Blues for Lovers Only, It's All Right With Me, The Blues in the Night, Mac the Knife, and Strictly Instrumental.
face is charming It's the wrong face It's not his face But such a charming face That it's all right with me It's the wrong song In the wrong style Though your smile is lovely It's the wrong smile It's not his smile But such a lovely smile That it's all right with me You can't know how happy I am that we met I'm strangely attracted to you There's someone I'm trying so hard to forget Don't you want to forget somebody too? It's the wrong game with the wrong chips Though your lips are tempting They're the wrong lips They're not his lips But they're such tempting lips That it's all right with me You can't know how happy I am that we met I'm strangely attracted to you There's someone I'm trying so hard to forget Don't you want to forget somebody too It's the wrong game with the wrong chips Though your lips are tempting They're the wrong lips They're not his lips But they're such tempting lips That if some night you're free Well, it's all My mama done told me when I was a knee pants. My mama done told me, son, a woman will sweet talk and give you the big eye. But when the sweet talking's done, a woman's a two faced a worrisome thing who'll leave you to sing the blues in the night now the rain is falling hear the train are calling who we my mama done told me hear that lonesome whistle blowing across the trestle who we My mama done told me the hooey, the hooey, old clickety-clack is echoing back the blues in the night. The evening breeze will start the trees to crying and the moon will hide its light. When you get the blues in the night Take my word, the mockingbird will sing the saddest kind of song He knows things are wrong And he's right From Natchez to Mobile From Memphis to St. Joe Wherever the four winds blow I've been in some big towns And heard me some big talk 
But there is one thing I know A woman's a two-faced A worrisome thing Who'll leave you to sing the blues In the night My
Well, there we have some more Harry James and his new jazz band. We started out with uh, Blues for Lovers Only. Great Willie Smith solo on there. He really um, did beautifully on those sort of mid to slow tempo blues. A lot of recordings of him being featured on tunes like that. Then Peggy King on It's All Right With Me. She did not sing with the Harry James band regularly. She actually had a very active TV and movie career in the 1950s. And uh, in a little internet search, you can find all kinds of appearances on the George Goble show and Jack Benny show and on the Academy Award she sang a tune and even co-starred in an Abbott and Costello movie. Before that, she was with the Ray Anthony band and I think with Charlie Spivak. Very good singer, very nice jazz style as well. Speaking of a nice jazz style, comes Buddy Rich on the next tune, The Blues in the Night, a very long-form tune by Harold Arlen that tells a whole story, and uh, Rich really shows off his vocal chops. He was a, a very fine singer. He, of course, was a better drummer, and so and happily he stuck with the drums more than the singing, but there are quite a few examples of him singing on v various sessions over the years, and uh, always very musical. Then we heard Mac the Knife, had some good solos in there, Harry James, and as I mentioned, the duet between Herbie Stewart on tenor and uh, Juan Tizal on valve trombone. And then we went to Strictly Instrumental, which had some good tenor sax again by Herb, Herbie Stewart and uh, Willie Smith on alto and Harry James, of course, on trumpet. So we're going to do two more, actually three more tunes from these sessions, and then end up with two more tunes that are kind of the prototype for this band. So the new uh, jazz band of Harry James from 1956, we're going to finish off with Taboo, which was a Latin uh, type of number. This is a, a feature for the clarinetist, Herb Lorden. We really haven't heard from him lately, um, or at all yet, really. Uh, and we're going to hear in the next three tunes. Uh, some fine clarinet playing. This is a tune by uh, Eddie Delange, Will Hudson, and Irving Mills. Came, I assume, from the 1930s. I'm not familiar with this tune, other than this recording. Uh, but Lorden sounds very much like Artie Shaw on here, and uh, really seems to be conjuring up the sound and the spirit of Artie Shaw doing things like Besame Mucho from the 1940s. After that, we're going to hear the other Hudson Delange tune that uh, is on this list, Moonglow, uh, which, of course, goes back to the 1930s, and uh, we'll hear some Harry James on here as well. Then we're going to finish up that segment of the program with the Mary Lou Williams tune, Rollum, that uh, she arranged for the Benny Goodman band that featured Harry James back about 1937. This is more or less the same arrangement, cut down to the smaller group, and featuring Harry James, Herb Lorden, uh, Willie Smith, uh, Herbie Stewart, and also uh, Larry Kinneman on piano. Then we're going to go back in time a little bit to uh, the full Harry James Orchestra, but he featured a small group, a jazz group, out of that full band, the way many leaders did. We think of the Bobcats with Bob Crosby and the Benny Goodman Trio Quartet Sextet and the Clambake Seven, Tommy Dorsey, so on. Uh, this was had no fancy name. It was usually just the Harry James Sextet or Septet or whatever it was at the time. But he would bring out his jazz soloists and do uh, some more... I won't say avant-garde, but uh, more contemporary jazz styles than was being played by his big band at the time. So the first one will be the Chestnut, I'm Confessing That I Love You, of course, associated with Louis Armstrong and uh, many other performers at the time. This uh, was from December 3rd of 1944. I think this was the Harry James Show, might have been the Chesterfield Show, and uh, we'll feature Willie Smith on alto sax. He had only joined uh, the James Band uh, very uh, recently, and uh, he was being featured extensively on these broadcasts. Then the second one will be the Duke Ellington tune, uh, Cottontail. 
a sort of a contrafactive I Got Rhythm. It had been a feature for Ben Webster with the Ellington Band. Here we're going to hear Harry James on trumpet, uh, Ziggy Elmer on trombone, Willie Smith on alto, uh, Corky Corcoran on tenor sax, uh, and then uh, the rhythm section in this case is... Uh, Tony Rizzi on guitar, uh, Bruce McDonald on piano, Joe Mondragon on bass, and Don Lamond on drums. Very good rhythm section in there. And this will be a nice jazz kick of a tune. So those are our four numbers. Five numbers, actually. Taboo, Moon Glow, and Rollin by Harry James' new jazz band of 1956. And then the earlier Harry James uh, jazz group from his big band from 1944 and probably from about 1947 in the case of Cottontail. And those two tunes, I'm confessing, and Cottontail.
as the dance moves on, it's something on the instrumental side. I'm confessing that I love you. Task force from the James Fleet, the James Septet, including Willie Smith, Ziggy Elmer, Eddie Rosa, and Don Lamont. Do the honors to a number from the pen of Duke Ellington. It's called.
Cottontail. Some pretty good jazz for you right there. Those last two tunes, as I said, were from the 1940s. We ended up with Cottontail from probably about 1947, right before the band broke up, I would guess. And I made a mistake. It was not Corky Corcoran uh, playing tenor in there. It was actually uh, Eddie Rosa playing clarinet, and you heard that on the announcement. I believe the announcer was Don Wilson, who was uh, Jack Benny's announcer for quite a while. So we heard uh, that with a wonderful Willie Smith uh, solo, as well as a wonderful lead uh, 
opportunity for Louis Willie Smith playing that whole Ellington arrangement, basically the lead part through the whole thing. And then Harry James showing that he had apparently listened to Dizzy Gillespie at some point before this recording. He was doing some very beboppy figures and some uh, stabs into the stratosphere that uh, were more uh, part of Dizzy Gillespie's style than Harry James, but James was such a good trumpet player, he could really do an imitation of just about any other trumpet player, and uh, this was probably a little bit better than an imitation. He was uh, feeling this jazz, I'm sure, although in later years he got away from that and went back to his ballad style and his more uh, straight-ahead jazz playing. As I said, he was a big fan of Muggsy Spanier. Before that, we heard I'm Confessing That I Love You from 1944. Uh, Willie Smith on alto and Harry James on trumpet. There was a piano player in there. I'm not sure who it was at that point. There's no personnel on this particular album. And, of course, that being during the war, or right at the end of the war, her personnels were shifting almost daily, depending on who was getting drafted and, and so forth. So we started out that set with the last three we played from the Harry James New Jazz Band of 1956, Taboo, featuring some excellent clarinet playing by Herb Lorden, and another kind of strange edit in there, a couple of takes edited together, I guess, and then Moonglow, which featured a little clarinet, and also Harry James and Herbie Stewart on tenor, and then Rollum, featuring most of the soloists in that group, including uh, Larry Kinneman on piano. So we hope you've enjoyed this program. This has been our, our, our Harry James tribute. We've focused it mainly around that band from 1956, the 10-piece band, uh, but brought in a couple of prototype smaller group recordings from the 40s that James did uh, during broadcasts, and all of which featured Willie Smith, a really uh, underrated alto player, superb uh, uh, stylist as well. He's usually considered in the same breath as Johnny Hodges and Benny Carter as far as alto styles are concerned in the 1930s and 40s. Uh, time has probably uh, dimmed his luster a little bit, and as it has not with Hodges or Carter, but still a very uh, intriguing player and very satisfying to listen to. So this is the Jazz Focus. Again, my name is John Clark. Hope you keep joining us on these airwaves, whatever airwaves you are inhabiting at this point. Consider sponsoring us, and uh, by all means, keep tuning in. And if you'd like to get in contact, please do so. My uh, social media presence is under my band name, the Wolverine Jazz Band. So WolverineJazzBand.com or Wolverine Jazz Band on Facebook and Instagram. Love to hear from you, and hope you're enjoying these programs. So until the next time, I will see you on the other side.